Hello everyone, my name is Kyla Miller and welcome back to another episode of The Review. Today we're going to be talking about 2016's Don't Breathe, directed by Fed Alvarez. So basically the movie starts out with a group of young robbers who live in the Detroit area and basically like you know it's not really um a city with like a lot of money like you know it has like a lot of poverty in it and these group of young people are um all friends they've known each other for a while um the main character Rocky it basically just wants a better life for her sister they're trying to get out of the um like the projects out of the hood, whatever you want to call it. And then she has these other friends. Their names are Money and Alex. And they're basically all just trying to like rob. And basically like that's just the way they come up instead of like trying to work these jobs just because it's just not really doing anything for them. So to basically get all of themselves out of Detroit, Alex has kind of an inspiration due to his father owning a um, security company in Detroit and because of this they decide to go look up different people who are customers of the security company and basically go look up like their net worth like see like any of these people have money so the people that are customers of the security company it will make it easy for Alex to gain access into their house because his dad owns the company and he can get the keys and be able to get in the um, people's houses just as if he were working for the company and just checking the security. So little do they know, the man that they pick, um, he's a veteran and and he's blind. So, you know, they think it's going to be an easy steal, easy case, but he basically has these in heightened like senses of hearing because he's blind, and you hear this a lot in real life, people tend to enhance their senses in something else if they lose, like, one of the five senses. So I think that's, like, a really cool play on this. But basically, because he, you know, is a veteran, he's had all this training, I feel like his is a little more heightened also because of that, because I just feel like he's more prepared. He's very, like, aware of his surroundings. So when they first try to break into the house, everything's fine. They get in. But they end up making a sound, and by knocking something over, and he just immediately wakes up, and it's just crazy, because little do they know, you know, this man is, like, trained, like, he is just crazy. So after that, they are basically running around their house, and trying to hide, freaking out, because this man is, like, assassin skills, like, he is just ready and uh, from this like there's just all these like action scenes and it's all these like close calls like when I first watched this movie like it had my heart racing like when we were at the movie theaters I remember um my friend that I was with actually like threw their popcorn in the air that's how like intense like it just like if you ever sat at a movie and it just like your whole like body just kind of tensed up like that's what was happening when I was watching this movie like it just basically made me really tense and you just didn't know if he's going to pop out of somewhere because he was very, the the old man was very quiet. So you just never know what he was going to do. So it was just scary. But on top of him, just of all that, there's even more to the story. 
the old man, the reason why the old man is so like, you know, gung-ho and trying to protect his property isn't just because, you know, his property, he's hiding a dark secret. So for those who do not like spoilers, I suggest you stop now or skip a little further ahead. But basically, our main character, Rocky, decides to hide in a basement. And when she hides in this basement, she she sees something that is just horrifying. So what she sees is a girl that's like tied up and she's like freaking out because she, you know, it's like, who is this girl? Like she just pops up out of nowhere. Like it, it just doesn't make sense. So she starts like going around the room and seeing these articles and seeing that this girl was actually, um, well, originally they, they found out he had a daughter like way early in the movie. They like realized he had a daughter and they thought that, you know, the daughter died and they thought that this was the daughter. And they thought, originally they thought that he like, instead of his daughter, like dying, that he kept his daughter. But actually what happened was the girl that killed his daughter. So it was a teenage girl that killed his daughter in um, basically like a car accident. Like the girl didn't see the daughter and just like hit her in the neighborhood and Mind you, another thing that I forgot to mention, the neighborhood that they're in is, like, basically abandoned. Like, there's no one around them to hear them screaming. Like, even though there's houses nearby, like, this man is, like, the only person that lives in this neighborhood because it's kind of, like, a forgotten part of Detroit that they go to. So that's another thing. And, like, I think some of that also had to do with this accident and with, like, just a lot of stuff going on because the girl that, you know, did the accident, she ended up getting abducted. And no one, you know, no one knew it was the man so, you know, you have this girl that got killed from a car accident. Then you have the other girl that was abducted. And no one really knows what's happening to these children. So, you know, the property value goes down. It's just like, you know, just crime central. So no one really wants to live there. And so that's just that's just a backstory, a quick, quick backstory into some of the stuff that was happening. But I just didn't want to spoil it at the time. But yeah. So the girl that he has kept is actually... Not his daughter, because they assumed that it was his daughter at first, because also when they are running around the house getting chased, they see like different mementos and different things of his daughter that he had. And he talks about how his daughter died, but that's not his daughter. That is the girl that killed his daughter. And he keeps her basically to whatever to have her and just have her chained up. And then... He also, another nasty part that is a spoiler, wants to basically have another daughter. He basically um, tries to artificially inseminate her with, like, a turkey baster with his sperm so he can have, like, a daughter because he has just gone psycho. He's gone crazy. And it's pretty disturbing. I was definitely, at that point, I was like, eh. I was, bleh, like, wanted to throw up. Like, it was just... It was interesting, but definitely I was just kind of caught off guard at that point. And he also kind of catches our main character because of that. Because, like, he, the the girl that gets, like, that was captured originally, she ends up, like, dying or whatever. I'm not going to say how, but she ends up dying. And then he captures the main character and tries to artificially inseminate her. Because the original girl, she was already pregnant. And now he tries to artificially inseminate the main character because, you know killed the other girl so the baby's dead all that and basically keep her captive but you know she ends up escaping and it's just like they have all these fight scenes and 
I'll just say it, it comes down to her. The other people do not make it in this movie, but um, she makes it um, out basically by like the like hair on her chin. She makes it out, like barely makes it out, but she makes it out. And it honestly kind of feels like there will be a sequel and there is a sequel, but I have not seen Don't Breathe 2. It actually came out around like middle of August this year, like a few months ago, it came out and I really want to see it because I see in the second one, he does have a young girl that he's watching. And originally I thought it was maybe like a prequel, but it actually is a sequel. And um, that's an interesting aspect. And basically the point of that movie from what I've seen from that trailer is like, you know, he's taking care of this young girl and some, some people are trying to steal the girl back and you don't really know they're bad or good kind of because of this movie, because, you know, he was trying to, basically like not legitimately like rape women but you know artificially inseminate them with his sperm so he can have a baby which is like crazy so he can have a daughter so it's kind of like I'm really interested to see the next one because of that because that's crazy and like why does he have a child and it's kind of the way they kind of show you it it's like you want to root for him and he's actually the main character like the more of the protagonist in the second movie from what what it's shown so that's why it's very interesting from seeing this movie to seeing that like trailer for the second movie which I that's why I've never been really like rushing to see it also because I just love a good movie I love a good standalone movie sometimes like I love sequels don't get me wrong but sometimes a movie like this just seems like such a good standalone movie it was it had like the thrill it had like a really good twist like and, you know, it wasn't just like, oh, the man's in the house and he's trying to, like, he doesn't want these people in his house, whatever. But it's like, I like, it was like two bad characters kind of, like, fighting each other, basically. And you're kind of like, you you don't really know who to root for. Because at first, you're kind of running for the old man in a sense. You're like, oh, my gosh, like, these people are trying to, like, you know, break in this old man's house. They don't have no business doing that. But then all of a sudden, you figure out, oh, my God, this man's actually, like, a creep and is a monster. And it's just a lot to take in. And it just had me, ah, like, you're so tense. So I really love this movie. I loved just everything about it. Originally, when I first saw it, I rewatched it. And, like, I saw little pieces where I'm like, oh, my gosh, this happens. Oh, my gosh, this happens. And it's something about, like, the quietness they also used when they were making some of the tense parts in the movies. Like, it would be a lot of scenes where it would be, like, dead quiet when you're watching it. Because, like, that's, and it just kind of added to the, to the emotion that you were feeling when you were watching it. That's what I really liked. And it made you not want to make a sound. Like, it made, like, everything, like, like, just tense. So that's why, like, I love the way they filmed it like that. Um, it, the sound really was such a big part in this movie. And I love, like, when movies do, like, little things like that just to kind of, immerse you into the experience of like the characters and that was like one of my biggest things I really would give this movie a 10 out of 10 because I liked I really liked the storyline I liked the way they did the movie I liked everything about it as far as having a sequel I don't know how I feel about that um that's just something I'll have to see about but I'm really an advocate for this movie so yeah if you haven't seen it yet go watch the original Don't Breathe 2016 film and yeah and if you like that and you want to go see a second one definitely go watch that too I think it's still in theaters as of right now 
Um, so yeah, definitely go watch that. But um, thank you guys for tuning in this week. My name is Kyla Miller, and see you next time.